The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Welcome to Voices from the Brook on Fresh FM, a fortnightly update from Nelson's unique eco-haven, the Brook Waimarama Sanctuary. Ata Marie from the studio here at Fresh FM and welcome to Voices from the Brook. I'm your host, Kirsten Rotsgaard. Last week's weather event with lots of rain and very high winds had quite an effect on the sanctuary and kept staff and volunteers busy for a few days. Here's Ranger Murray Neal with an update. The first priority, of course, is the fence, um, and there were a total of four trees on the fence, only one of any consequence that caused a bit of damage, but we had that fixed before sundown, so that was good. Um, there were several trees on the road, which of course have to be cleared, and um, yeah, there were several trees on the tracks as well, so uh, we spent a couple of days catching up with it all, but uh, we, we only had one major piece of damage to the fence, and it was repaired very quickly. Volunteer and trustee Derek Mason is the team leader for the always-on-call fence repair team, and they were, of course, busy too. It was a little bit rugged, um, but fortunately there wasn't too much um, damage. We had um, a dead tree fall down, and uh, the top half of it must have flown through the the air for quite some uh, distance, and then uh, it hit the fence and basically exploded it was so rotten but it did enough damage for us to have to uh, get our team together and get up there and fix it unfortunately um, not all the team were available and we were able to call on two of the girls from the weeding team who came up and gave us a hand to uh, do the repairs so that was about 2 30 in the afternoon and we'd been up had to walk in because it was too wet to drive and we had it all repaired and we're out by five o'clock. So we're very happy about that. That's great news. Now, there was also some trees down here and there inside the same tree. And I believe volunteers and staff have managed to clean it all up. Yes, the um, it always happens when the winds, you get the winds at that strength. Um, the beech trees are really bad for breaking off and falling um, into the sanctuary. And um, yeah, so when we know that we've got the track, there's something falling over the track, then obviously somebody has to go in and uh, clear it so as uh, people can get through. Everyone did a fabulous job, as visitor Jane noticed on the weekend. The tracks are a real, um, a real credit to the people that keep the tracks maintained. After all the, after all the rain, they're very, in very good condition. The ones I went on, yes, and everything, it looks very neat and tidy despite all the wind, and uh, hmm, so it's. Uh, it's, um, all it needs is a bit more sunshine and <laughs> warmth. <laughs> no, it's good. With our extended school holiday opening hours, lots of visitors are currently enjoying the sanctuary. I come here quite often and I've, I remember the, the sanctuary from the beginning when there was no fence. So seeing the, everything you've done is just really amazing. It's really beautiful. And your children, what do you think about coming here? Um, I love it here because you get to see the nature and nature is amazing because it keeps you alive. It was brilliant. Yeah, we saw a couple of birds, a nice walk. 
Yeah. Yeah. And your brothers here, how, what did you think? I thought um, um, it was a bit too long. Oh, how far did your parents <laughs> take you? Uh, to the new bridge. Right. And what's Dad saying about the walk? Uh, yeah, it was lovely. It was a glorious day. Uh, we had a lovely uh, walk to the Flagstone Bridge. Yeah, saw some Tui and uh, uh, a Kereru, a few other bits and pieces. Yeah. Nice. It was nice. Lovely. Um, yeah, yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And you, what did you think? It was beautiful. Beautiful, nice walk along the side of the babbling brook, listening to the bird song and watching the, um, watching the birds fly by. It was lovely. And the, there was a lot of water recently, so the book was looking stunning. I really liked um, seeing the different plants um, and actually having the names um, of all the plants and trying to look for them. Because usually when you walk through the bush, all you see is all of the bush. You don't, you don't pick out the individual plants. So it was nice to know what the individual plants for and to actually look for them and realise just how much diversity there is in the bush. So that's what I, I liked about it, was being able to single out the individual plants. Nice. Yeah. And for your children? Yeah, um, having the activity book was really cool because it made it entertaining for them and they could um, go looking for individual things as well. So it's like for me it was like you, you see the bush as a whole but you don't see what makes up the bush and what things can be missing and what things need to come back. So I think that was really, you know, for them as well to, to tie it back to something that they could play with was really cool. Yeah, and that's really lovely feedback. Thank you so much. <laughs> no so worries, thanks. Yeah. Will we see you again soon? I think um, next time we come back to Nelson, we'll come back here again and see what else we can find that we didn't find the first time around. Fabulous. Yeah. You're more than welcome. Thank, uh, thank you. you. Thank, thank you very much. You. How was your walk? It was really good, thank you. Yeah. And bringing your family up here, I think, is a good idea. It is a good idea. And I think these activities are very good as well because it keeps them um, interested. Yeah, the nature passports. Yeah. Yeah. Really, fabulous. really good um, idea. <laughs> yeah. Fabulous. And young person, what do you think? Was it fun? Yeah. What have you been doing in the sanctuary? Okay, can I just do one? I'm looking at the animals. And what was the best part of being in there? Um. Looking at the fountains. And what are you doing here now with the passport? Stamping. Stamping, yeah, you're getting some funky stamps. Fabulous. Some of our visitors are keen photographers and love spending time in the sanctuary with their cameras. The beautiful black pea walker walker. That's a lovely photo you took. Where Isn't did you get that? That was just up on the, is it the Koru track? Just up around that side a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, only like 10 minutes in. It seems to be living around there quite a bit. And I see it flitting down a little bit just around here, but then it keeps going back up mm. that a ways. Fabulous. Yeah. And uh, do you come here often? A couple of times, but I'm quite new to the uh, Nelson area. I'm from uh, up north, North Island and stuff. Yeah. And how does this sanctuary compare to sanctuaries in the North Island? Um, the only sanctuaries I've been in the North Island uh, is Terry Terry, and that's got quite a few different types of birds, and it's in a very small area. Um, so it's a lot, I feel like it's a lot more difficult to find the birds in here, but it's also it's more fun because it's more rewarding when you actually do find the birds here. I was trying to uh, get a good shot of the bellbirds, 
but it's Sunday. They don't pose on a Sunday. <laughs> Good one. Okay, yeah, you always come up here with your camera. Is that yes. because you just have a keen interest in, in uh, looking out for birds? Well, birds and everything that's out there, which is colorful or aesthetically pleasing, that's it. It's more an aesthetic interest. As much as getting a bit of a workout? Uh, no, I don't want to conflate the two because either you do one thing or the other because that's not the gym, that's not doing it justice. Mind you, if for example some of the fungi, most of them were beyond furnace fast, so you have to do a walk and you don't want to arrive there at four in the afternoon. <laughs> but it's not a gym, definitely not. No, you're doing it for your hobby. Yeah. Of photography. Yeah. The building work at the visitor centre is progressing really fast and staff and volunteers are very excited about the much needed upgrade of the building. Look at this gorgeous sunshine they're going to get in this beautiful room. Yeah, yeah. it's certainly um, appealing because of the extra you know, reflection from the walls for the um, plywood, natural plywood and it'll be a clear finish and uh, it'll make everything nice and sweet, hopefully. Yeah. So Tom, you're one of our very dedicated volunteers and you are sort of project managing the rebuild up here. How do you feel it's uh, coming along? Um, well, since the first week of June, we've been into it and we've got a roof on and we've got internal walls. So it's going pretty well. Another week, week and a half perhaps, and the builders will be finished their part and it's just over to volunteers to finish it off with with painting and polyurethaning and um, putting in some furniture. That's amazing that it's gone this fast, isn't it? It certainly has, yeah. In the middle of winter, and builders in short supply and materials in short supply as well. <laughs> now we've done well and I think everyone's very excited about it. I think so too, yeah, no, it'll be a, certainly a, a room um, extra to the whole visitor centre that we can be proud of and it'll certainly give the staff a lot more space and comfort. The Sanctuary's Chief Executive, Rook Collin, is with me on the phone now. Morena, Ru. Morena, uh, Kirsten, how, how are you? I'm very well in this wet weather, but um, I want to talk to you about the um, building progress. You came up to expect it here uh, on the weekend. What do you think? Well, the progress that's been made in just uh, about a month has been uh, impressive, and it's great to see uh, a great team um, between the builders, uh, our volunteers and the um, volunteer coordinators that are overseeing the project. Yeah, they're uh, doing a remarkable job. Yeah, and you can see that uh, we're really starting to take some shape and form with at least uh, one side of the visitor building. Um, and it's been pleasing with the feedback that we've been getting is trying to stay in, in, um, in line with the existing building lines, if you like. Yeah, we should probably mention that despite all the fabulous support, money and in-kind, etc., that we have received so far, we are still mm. seeking further financial support in order to finish this important building project, aren't we? Yeah, we certainly are. Um, and, and it's a bit of a battle between rising costs and, and attracting uh, more cash. We are being um, quite successful and we're lucky to have so much in-kind support 
it's um, donation of materials and services and that sort of thing. The cold hard cash is uh, what gets you through in these building projects. So we're still uh, looking for more uh, help in that in that area to finish off what we um, want to, to start. The, in saying that, we've also got grant applications to um, several bodies, and um, those those decisions are sort of imminent. They're coming out soon, and we hope that um, we might attract a little bit more support from uh, that, that area of philanthropy. Yeah, exactly. Rue, we're changing the subject slightly. You came down with COVID about two weeks ago and other members of staff and several of our volunteers have also been forced to isolate at home because of COVID. Now, thankfully, you have recovered now, Rue, and you have this update for us regarding masks. Yeah, so uh, you're quite right. In the last 7 to 14 days, uh, COVID has finally caught up with the sanctuary, um, particularly in the staff. And it just serves as a reminder that um, we need to keep wearing masks and we need to do what we can to restrict uh, the spread of infection. And saying that, it's rife across the Nelson community. And um, uh, and I think just we've asked volunteers, staff, trustees and visitors to maintain wearing masks in the main buildings, uh, both in the city office and particularly in the visitor centre where we all congregate and um, we'll make that, uh, we'll, we'll just start to enforce that even harder than what we currently do. So it's good that um, all the staff that were affected, including myself, are back on deck, but working from home is, is a solution, but uh, there's a lot of disruption associated with COVID, people being down or unfortunately being in close contact. Uh, you know, the the isolation rules still apply. Yeah, so, we just have um, to look after each other. Yeah, yeah, we do, and we can, we we can um, help in simple ways like mas- like masking when we're together. We're not asking for masks to be worn in the sanctuary or anything like that. But certainly, we want masks worn inside the visitor centre. Yeah. Now, Rue, you have some exciting news for us, I think, regarding Tuatara. Is that correct? Yeah, we have. Uh, we, were, we, we actually signed a memorandum of understanding with Nati Kawata yesterday, uh, which paves the way for um, applications to be placed with DOC to introduce Tuatara. So it was a special day for us yesterday. Fantastic news. Was, um, yeah, with our journey along, uh, uh, with uh, our journey with introductions, and this is an important milestone for us. And the importance of Tuatara is that <coughs> the national gatekeepers for the Tonga spe- species are Nadi Kawata, which is a local local iwi hapu, and so it makes it more special to work on plans to reintroduce Tuatara that used to be. Um, present in the back country of Nelson Hills. So, yeah, it's a great day for us yesterday. And is there a um, time frame on this project? Um, there is. Uh, the <coughs> best time to introduce or to move to Tara from one um, location to another seems to be the spring. And uh, we'll be working on a spring period. It, will be, won't, it won't happen this year. This spring is too early because we've got to prepare the land and the habitat uh, 
in line with best total injury practice, mm-hmm. and we're intending to have a section of the sanctuary within the sanctuary dedicated to Tuatara, and uh, uh, there's some things that we need to think about or do to prepare that land for, you know, incoming animals. Yeah, and, and it's uh, not something so that's so done overnight. That's right. So I'm, what I'm hinting at, Kirsten, is not this spring, but, you know, maybe maybe next spring. That would be and, amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. It will. It will. And uh, we're working uh, with uh, Kwata uh, right, from the, right from the start alongside with Doc. So it be, be a great experience. Absolutely. Thanks so much for your time this morning, Ru. Really appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Kirsten. As of this week, we are again running our popular glowworm tours. The tours are, of course, weather-dependent, and they are now on offer till early September. If you're keen to visit us at night and enjoy a guided glowworm tour, please visit our website, www.brooksanctuary.org.nz, and book and pay for your tour. Thank you. We look forward to welcoming you to the Brook Waimarama Sanctuary, but we do reserve the right to close at short notice if the weather gets really bad and makes it unsafe to walk in the sanctuary. From next week, when the school holidays are over, the Brook Waimarama Sanctuary will return to our winter opening hours, which are 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Friday, Saturday and Sunday. This is all we have time for today. I'm your host, Kirsten Rodsgaard, and on behalf of the Brook Waimarama Sanctuary, we thank you for tuning in to Voices from the Brook on Fresh FM. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.